Hi, and welcome to the third episode of the Emmy Awards. Um, this is the first one I'm filming. Um, I don't know why I'm out of breath. I always start these out of breath for some reason. Maybe I'm just out of shape or maybe I'm nervous. Um, maybe both. So this is the third one I'm filming, but it's only my second week because last week I had two episodes out. This week there will only be one. Um, I'm only planning on having one episode a week every Thursday. Um, so after you read your Kenyan Collegian, you can come watch my podcast. Um, that was a joke, but you really should read the Collegian. I love the Collegian, big fan. Um, I miss designing it a lot. Um, but speaking of Kenyan, I really want to do a whole episode dedicated to my college experience um, because I have a lot to say about it. Um, but in my brain, for some reason, like narrative structure, I kind of feel like I need to talk about high school and like elementary school and that kind of stuff first to kind of explain my relationship with academia and um school before I get into college. I don't know why. I don't know if that makes any sense. I also have a specific story I want to tell about my high school experience, um, which will probably be the title of this episode. And if you clicked on it because you're mad about that, um, I'm probably going to make it I got reported for being racist against white people or something along those lines because that's a true story. And look, I'm not trying to have a discussion about you about whether you can be racist against white people. That's a whole other conversation, okay? Um, I think whether or not you believe that reverse racism exists, you will listen to my story and you will genuinely think that it's hilarious because it is hilarious and um, kind of absurd that I got reported for being racist against white people. Um, because of why I was reported and how I was reported. Anyways, I'll get to that in a little bit. I'm gonna talk a little bit about my elementary school experience first and middle school, and then I'll get into um, high school. I'm gonna try not to make this too sad of an episode. Um, so I'll probably skip over like, I was horribly bullied, ha ha ha. You know, I don't think I wanna talk about that in this episode. So I'm just gonna tell fun little stories about my childhood um, and my relationship, I guess, with school. So I was born in Venezuela. If you know, you know. Um, by that, I mean, if you know me, you know that because it's like a big part of my identity. So I was born in Venezuela. I moved to the US. I don't really remember much of like, you know, being like three and onward, but I'm sure I went to preschool um, and kindergarten and all of that. My first memory of school is um, either second or third grade. Um, or maybe both. I went to a Catholic school and it was fine. I remember um, <laughs> like having no issues with my Catholic school. I, I was still very religious and um, I enjoyed the school for the most part. I've never been against uniforms or at least I don't remember like having problems with uniforms because I'm a horribly indecisive person. My parents watch these podcasts, so maybe they'll be like, Emma, you hated wearing a uniform. Maybe I did. I don't remember that. So if I did, Monique and Pablo, please let me know. I'm sorry if that was fake news. I'm only speaking on my recollection. You were a fully formed adult when all of this happened. I don't remember. All I remember is I don't really have any negative connotations with, like, uniforms. Or really many negative experiences with, um 
my Catholic school. Like, it was fine. I was there when I was young. I believed in God. It was a fun time. Um, I have nothing to say about that experience except that it was fun. Like, I genuinely don't remember anything negative. I think I went to Catholic school at a really good age because I was still, like, a child and I wasn't at a point where I was really questioning a ton of things, including religion. So it wasn't like a, or like, you know, I wasn't in a rebellious stage or like had problems following rules because I was like seven. So nothing negative to say. I remember being upset when I left that school um, because I was like, what? what's the point? But my parents have three kids and we're all really close in age. I'm a twin. And then my brother's only like, a year older than us, like literally a year. He's only 13 months older because my parents are Swifties. That's a joke. But um, he is 13 months older than me. Hi, Maddie. If you're somehow watching this, you probably aren't. Um, but yeah, so my, my we're all close in age and it costs a lot of money to send three kids to private school. Um, so why were they going to do it? You know, my county had really good public schools. So we just transferred to a public school and I also have really good memories of this school I do um I don't know if I should say the schools I went to so I'm not going to but it was a really nice school I had friends like I remember liking it I do remember getting in trouble for carving my name into a tree um I had like a little group of friends it was fine I also remember vividly um this is one of the only like I have like like hazy memories but this is one of the most like vivid memories I have of this school I was in I was new and um a lot of the kids have been going there like since they were like in kindergarten to first grade and I was like a third grader or was I yes I was I went there for third and fourth grade and this girl in the bathroom one day like I was just washing my hands and she was like my mom said I need to be friends with you because you're new and you don't have any friends um, and I was like, thanks. She never spoke to me again. Don't remember her name. Don't remember anything beyond this interaction. I feel like that was one of the first moments where I was like, I don't have friends. Like, I, I don't know. Um, also, who says it like that? I guess, you know, third graders. But, yeah. And then fourth grade was fine, too. I remember being um, really upset when I, after fourth grade, I moved to Brazil. Um, I talked a little bit about living in Brazil in another podcast episode, but um, Brazil was not the time for me. I really did not like living in Brazil. I didn't know Portuguese. I was really pissed off at my parents. Obviously, they had no control over over where we were moving. Um, it was just where my dad got transferred, but I was so pissed off. I was like, of all the countries in Latin America, we moved to the one where they don't speak the language I already know. Like, it was horrible. It was really horrible. Um, and... It was like, you know, the beginning of puberty, so kids were just mean. Um, it was it was overall an unpleasant time. Although I do remember um, at the beginning of the year, one of the girls in my grade had a party, like a birthday party, and she invited me because she invited, and my sister, because she invited everyone in our grade. And I remember not really wanting to be around many of the kids because I didn't know all any of them that well, but I remember, or maybe this was at the end of the year. I remember it being towards the beginning of the year. Regardless, it was towards the beginning of my time in Brazil. Um, I remember them being like, the mom, the mom of this, the, the birthday girl was like, trust me, 
Like, you'll hate it now that you're here, but when you're about to leave, you're really going to be sad and you're really going to, like, miss it. And I was like, yeah, sure, okay, don't believe you. Um, but Brazil was just, like, not a good time for me for many reasons. I was very nerdy. I read all the time. And I also kind of had a superiority complex, <laughs> um, which in retrospect, like, I, I was kind of like an annoying little kid. But I came from the United States of America, and um, I feel like they really teach you when you're a kid that the United States of America is the best country on earth. And so even though I wasn't American, like I did have an American education. So I was like, none of these people speak English well. Like I was I was like low key, like in retrospect, it was kind of offensive. And I don't know why I thought that way because it's like I grew up, like in retrospect, a lot of the thoughts I had towards these other kids was like, things that people said to me when I moved to the United States and I couldn't pronounce words. Like, why would I, I mean, I honestly think in my recollection, I wasn't outwardly mean. I didn't like bully kids for like speaking English not as well as I did. I think I just, they didn't like me upon meeting me. So I think it was a bit of a defense mechanism. I think I um, kind of developed like caring about school and feeling like I'm smart as a defense mechanism a lot. And so I was like, I'm smarter than them. I'm smarter than them. Just really because I felt like I was less than. Like, I don't actually think that I, I was smarter than any of them, right? That I genuinely felt that way. I think I just needed something to not feel absolutely horrible about myself and my self-worth. So I was kind of annoying, but um, I think a lot of kids are just annoying at that age and you kind of like, find what you can. And it's really like, I've written about this before, um, not in anything that's ever been published, but I've like, I've written about this before and I've thought about it a lot before that I think I was always aware of things that made me different. Um, like as a kid, like obviously there were things I couldn't pronounce super well, or I, I remember like instances like that when I was younger. I remember one time somebody asked me where I was from and I said Venezuela and they were like what's that and it was like the first moment where I really felt foreign and then after in retrospect like I remember thinking that they looked at me like I was from another planet and I remember when I learned that alien is a word used for immigrants I was like that feels awfully fitting because I felt that way before so um yeah so th there there were moments where I felt different but I think for the most part by the time I was in third and fourth grade, I was pretty integrated, so I felt okay. And then I think moving to another country and trying to learn another language all over again, I think it really like added to the fact that I felt so different and so like out of place. And nobody is nice at that age. Being foreign um, really doesn't help. So it was just, it was not a good time in my life and I could tell stories about Brazil a lot. Um, I don't really think I will. I'm trying to remember any, oh, I do remember, fun fact about me. <laughs> I started taking human growth hormone when I moved to Brazil, um, unrelated. I was just starting puberty and um, that's like when they recommend you take it. All I remember is every single time I met with an endocrinologist, she'd be like, this is where you are in your puberty. And so we have this much time left for the human growth hormone to like be good of use or whatever. Anyways, so that was a whole thing. I was on human growth hormone. I remember like this is such a funny story. Okay, one funny story about Brazil and then I'll move on. 
So, or maybe I, I should just not try to constrain myself. But anyways, Brazil is just like, there's a lot there. So how much do I want to tell? But this story I just thought of. Um, <laughs> we, there was like a camp that you would go to every year. Um, and I really didn't, I really didn't like the camp. I had to be away from my parents and like live with these. I, I was like, I, nobody here likes me. I don't want to have to live with them. Um, and I just started him growth hormone and I wasn't telling people cause I felt weird about it. But um, somebody heard that I had, but this is why I had um, obviously to take my human growth hormone when I was on this trip, but my parents weren't there. So they gave it to the nurse um, to administer it to me because I wasn't injecting myself or anything. Um, and so like every night I saw the nurse. And so like, a, a, every, like it's, I'm mumbling. Um, so it got out that Emmy had some medical thing, right? Like Emmy has a medical secret. Secret. Emmy has a medical secret. Um, because I just didn't want to tell people it wasn't anybody's business. And this girl comes up to me. We are not close. I do not know her. Um, and she goes, so like, will you tell me what's going on? And nobody showed me much interest. So I kind of wanted to. And I was, but I was like, I don't really know. Like, I don't, like, I was kind of like, I didn't want them to use, it against me somehow um because anything they made fun of me for reading like they made fun of me for everything I was like I'm not going to tell you something like personal about my medical like history that like I'm kind of feeling weird about and then have you like be like Emmy's a freak she takes human growth hormone um so I just I don't want to tell people but she, she looks me in the eyes and she goes are you pregnant <laughs> And I was nine. I hadn't gotten my period yet, TMI, but like there was no way I could have been pregnant. Um, which like, I know some people get their periods at nine, but like I, again, I was behind on my puberty. That's why I was taking human growth hormone, okay? I was like, no, I'm not pregnant, okay? It was, it was just so bizarre. And then, because I didn't want her telling people that I was pregnant, I was like, I'm on human growth hormone. I don't even know if she ended up telling people. I don't really remember. I think eventually people just like learned and, um, yeah, it was anyways. And then it was kind of like, but that, that was just a funny story. I was like, what do you mean? Am I pregnant? Um, weird times, weird times. Um, and I moved back to the United States going into seventh grade. And so I was there for fifth and sixth grade. And I remember, um, when you transfer back into the county I'm in, um, I guess I can say Montgomery County. I'm not going to say what school I went to. Actually, I might actually for high school. Um, but when you tr transfer back into Montgomery County from going to school, like internationally or abroad or whatever, you like have to, they have to like make sure that you did like the rest requisite credits or whatever. Um, cause schooling is different, but I went to an IB school. So it was like on the same um, schedule and everything and I remember like when they were like registering us again to be in this county they were like okay so she's gonna start fifth grade and I was like what and they were like yeah your school doesn't count and I was like I literally lost my mind and then it turned out they read it wrong and they were like okay seventh grade um and then middle school also a bad time I don't know how much I want to talk about I'm sorry I high school I promise that I will talk a lot about um but middle school, I transferred in as a sophomore. And the school I went to in Brazil was an IB school, but it wasn't, it wasn't like, a, it wasn't American. So I had primary school and secondary school. So I'd never been to a middle school. Um, and you start primary school in Brazil at 
seventh grade, not sixth. You graduate primary school in sixth grade um, instead of fifth grade. My brother actually had two graduations technically from elementary school slash primary school because he graduated from his elementary school in the United States in fifth grade and then um, did sixth grade and graduated there. I only graduated once and it was sixth grade and I, I didn't get to, I didn't have an elementary school graduation. But in retrospect, who cares? Um, so I moved back in, in seventh grade and I went straight to the middle school I would have gone to if I hadn't gone to Brazil. Um, so the middle school that fed into the middle school that um, the elementary school I was going to before I moved to Brazil, Brazil fed into. So I knew a lot of the people and it was just weird. Like it was, it was so weird. Um, and I was only there for two weeks because we moved back and we moved into the house that we had lived in before because my parents just rented it out because we weren't moving to Brazil um, long term. It was only, it was supposed to be three years and then we did two years when my my dad, any, who cares? You don't care. Maybe you do. But um, we came back in two years, even though we were supposed to be in three. So we stayed in the house that we had been living in before that my parents rented out when we went to Brazil. And we were there for like a little bit. I remember... The house I lived in in Brazil was really big because the, because my dad's job was paying for part of it. And um, we lived in a city, so like the the house was just bigger than the house I had lived in before. So I had my own room for the first time ever when I was living in Brazil. So I remember coming back and um, the room that I shared with my sister in our house in Maryland felt so small to me. I was like... I yeah. So then we moved to um, the house I live in now with my parents, and um, the high school is different for this area code. So I had to transfer high schools. I remember it wasn't even like one quarter; like it was two weeks. And I remember being like, "Can I finish out the quarter? Like something?" Because my classes, like I was like, "Nothing's gonna transfer over. I'm gonna be behind in my classes." Like I was like, "Can I just finish the quarter?" And I remember like some administrator sitting me down and being like, your taxes are no longer going to go to this school. So you can't live, you can't go here. And I was like, but please, I really, and they were like, sorry, sucks to suck. And I transferred to, <laughs> I'm like debating whether I should say, um, I transferred to Cabin John Middle School. Okay. I went to Cabin John Middle School. Who cares? I, do not have much to say about Cabin John Middle School because I blocked it out. Like genuinely, I blocked it out. I I know I said that I wasn't going to talk about being bullied, and I'm really not trying to get into the nitty gritty. But um, even though, like I've said, I had moments where I felt like I was different. Middle school is just like where self esteem goes to die. Genuinely, if you had a good time in middle school, I'm happy for you. Um, like good for you, couldn't be me. And um, adjusting back from living in, in Brazil, like, I really, by the time I adjusted living in Brazil, I was like, okay, I have another year left because I was told that I was going to live there for three years. And then it was like sprung on me that I was moving back to the U.S. And I was like, I'm not ready. Like, I'm not ready. Um, and it, it was just unbelievably frustrating for me. And I had been moving like back and forth so long that I was like, Jesus Christ, can I stay in one school for more than two years? Um... So I don't even remember the point of what was I saying? Uh, me not going to talk about being bullied. Anyways, like I had already been bullied in Brazil because those kids were not very nice to me. Um, I really, I like, 
not in the mood to get upset about it. So I just, I don't want to talk about it. Like, I don't want to talk about the extent. But it was just anything you can think about. Um, They made fun of my personality, my looks, everything, everything. And I don't think that when I came back to the U.S., like, I remember, like, all of those anti-bullying campaigns. We didn't, like, I don't remember that when I was in elementary school or when I was living in Brazil. So I genuinely, until I got to middle school, I don't think I understood that I was being bullied um, because it felt like it was just me. Like, I remember being like, okay, it's because I'm foreign, whatever. I don't speak their, like, I don't speak the language. And then a couple new kids came in and another, neither of them spoke Portuguese either. And everybody loved them. And I was like, what is it about me then? Because it's not just about me being foreign. So it was just like, it was not, oh my God, I have another really funny story about Brazil. Okay, rewind back to Brazil and then I'll get on to middle school. So... Like I said, you did a, we went to camp, to this camp thing at the beginning of every year and, um, and stuff like that. But then the sixth graders, after you went through your like family, like sex unit, you know, all of that reproductive unit, all of that, um, they, and like to prepare you going into secondary school, they have you go to this other camp where you have to cook like you're paired off into groups and you have to cook breakfast. You have to like learn to take care of yourself to the mo- to the best extent you can. And um, right at the end of it, I think, or maybe it was halfway through. I don't remember. We had a scavenger hunt activity um, because we had different activities. But then like also every every night, well, every every morning lunch and dinner, like a different group would be set to cook for the day. And um, so we went on the scavenger hunt. It was all fine and dandy. They pair you off into a group and you had two, we had two um, chaperones. And um, so we're, we're going, we're hiking, you know, doing a little scavenger hunt. And I, we're going through like the woods and I feel like a prick. So I'm like, oh, it was probably like a bush or something that like stuck into me. So I kept walking and then I felt it again. And I was like, there's no bushes around me. So what the hell is happening? And the nurse was on my um, thing. And I like looked down on my leg and I see ants going all up my leg. (laughs) And I'm like, there are literally ants in my pants. And that's not even the most mortifying part of this story. So the nurse was on, was one of my chaperones. And I was like, I don't know what to do. And um, she pulls down my pants. She just pulls down my pants in front of these two guys who have already made fun of me a bunch of times. And I'm like, please leave. And I'm like, she's just like trying to solve the issue. But I'm like, how is you like, like, I was like mortified. I was like, it was horrible. And then one of the kids on my, on, on my team was like an asshole. So then he went back and told everybody that I mean, had ants in her pants. And it was like, the la- I was laughing to dog that entire field trip. And then one of the teachers at that school called me aunt after that. And I'm like, that's not funny. Like, low-key, that's not funny. Like, you can't control what the kids do. Also, I'm sorry if the audio has been weird. I don't know if I'm being too loud or if it's too close. I'm still figuring this out. But anyways, I, like, you can't control what kids do to some extent, and kids are mean. But I don't understand how you as a teacher would, like, keep the joke running. Like, why? So anyways... And that's just like one example of like unfortunate things that happened to me when I was living in Brazil. <laughs> like genuinely, p- 
positive things that happened when I was living in Brazil. Um, I remember that frozen yogurt was really big in Sao Paulo, and we used to just try all the different frozen yogurts, and I was super into frozen yogurt for a little bit. That rocked. Um, I saw Tangled in theaters before um, it came out, which I mentioned in another story in another podcast. So, like, some positives about me living in Brazil. And it's a good story. I have a lot of good stories. I also ruined a surprise party. I, I mentioned that in, a, in another podcast as well. Um, so many stories about living in Brazil, but that one is just one that I feel like is very important to my time there. So anyways, back to middle school. So middle school was like not a good time for me either. And, um, people just kept being mean. Um, again, I don't remember a ton because I blocked a lot of it out, but people were, people were just mean to me. And I kind of poured myself into school because it was like the only thing that I felt like I was good at, um... So I was like, school, school really mattered to me. And this is important for my high school experience. So I, I just remember being like, I might not be the prettiest. I might not be anything else, but I'm smart. I also remember that while a lot of people didn't like me, I did have a decent group of friends in middle school. And I was like, well, these people who don't like me, they just don't know me. They don't know me and that's okay. Like people dislike people when you when they don't know them and maybe I'm just kind of weird and then when you get to know me you're like okay she's cool so nobody liked me except like the few friends I had and I actually oh my god this memory was just <laughs> like resurfaced I my brother went to a magnet school and I applied to go to that same magnet school and it was this big thing of like am I gonna go to the magnet school am I not um and ultimately it was because I finally like felt like I had a decent group of friends that I was like okay no I'll, I'll go to this high school I'm supposed to and honestly in retrospect I'm glad I didn't because I think it was really good for my relationship with my brother sorry my grandma said I talk too fast and she can't watch these but I'm like worried about going too long so part of me is like I need to say everything all at once um but I think it was good for me and my brother to have space and I did make a lot of really good friends in high school ultimately. So I'm, I'm glad with my decision. Plus my brothers told me that the IB program is just like a lot harder, like really intense and AP classes like teach you just as much and are just as prestigious. So I'm glad I didn't go to, the, to an IB school. Okay, whatever. Um, not that I like my high school, but I try not to live with many regrets. Um, I have some regrets of how I could have handled things better, but about big choices in my life, like things like that or going to Kenyan, I don't have any regrets. So, um, yeah, I, I really, I, middle school was not good, but I went into high school being like, this will be better. I know I'm good at school. I know at least when high school's over, I'll be working towards a goal, which is college. Like I, I went into high school nervous, but feeling okay. And my first year of high school was horrible, like truly horrible. This academic, like academics wise, it was fine. I also, it's hard because I'm like 22 now, I'm gonna be 23 in like less than like six months. Actually, today is February 21st when I'm filming this. My birthday is June 21st. So like four months, baby. Anyways, um, crazy. My Taylor Swift year just flew by, but um like everything in high school, in retrospect, I'm like, that was so easy, but um, academics wise. But I remember getting to high school and in middle school, like no, nobody cared that much. Like nobody cared that much. Like I cared way too much in retrospect for middle school. I'll never forget, never forget. I, um, 
this was, I think, in world, like, history or something. It was some social studies class. I didn't study for a quiz or I was just stressed out that day or something. But all I remember is that I didn't, like, write many things. And I wrote, I'm sorry, at the bottom. And I got a D. And the teacher was like, I mean, what's wrong? This isn't you. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I felt horrible about it. Like, I literally, I felt horrible about it. Um, so I was just a little nerd in middle school, really cared about doing well. And I thought it really mattered in retrospect, middle school isn't that important. I mean, it is if you're in middle school, because I think a big thing that I learned in high school is like a lot of people just like they take middle school for granted because it's not as important as high school for like building your future and getting into colleges and stuff. So people just like don't take it super seriously and they don't learn how to study and do well in school. And then like that bites you in the ass. Um, so I was like a little nerd in middle school and um, I genuinely, I don't think I was the smartest person in my middle school, but I was one of the people who genuinely cared and put in the time and I was like, I was good at school. And then I got to high school and my high school was really competitive. I went to Winston Churchill High School in Potomac, Maryland. Yes, I'm saying them by name, I don't care. Um, and it was very competitive and I was like, I'm stupid. I had never felt stupid before. I always felt like I was smart. I liked to read. I dedicated myself to school. People like my teachers liked me. I was good at school. I liked school and I always felt like I was good at it. Um, probably part of the reason I liked it because I feel like I don't like school that much now. I mean, I did graduate, but college was really hard for me. And I think part of it was because I felt so stupid and I used to love school because I felt smart, <laughs> um, which I think is a really like, I don't know, maybe not good way to approach learning because I do love learning and I love growing. I hate being graded and um, that that side of it. But um, I feel like a lot of my disdain for academia came in high school because of the competitive nature. So then I got to high school and I remember I was like not doing well in my math class. Um, I'd, I'd always been better at English, but I was like fine at math. And I was like, I don't know how I'm doing math. Like, some kids my age were taking AP classes and I was like, I don't know if I should take an AP class. Something that's really funny in retrospect is like my school would like my middle school going into it was like, don't take an AP class your first year. And half the kids from my middle school, like the high school was made up of kids from my middle school and from another middle school. So a lot of those kids were taking AP classes and even some kids from my middle school too but I feel like my middle school really was like don't take an AP class your first year and I don't feel like the other kids got that advice because a lot of people took AP US history their first year and I didn't I remember it was like this thing where it was like you either take like honors chemistry or you take like AP and people who take both are just like way too smart and I was like I don't know why I chose chemistry but I did I took honors chemistry um instead of just like um like I don't know what the the other was I took honors chemistry which I don't know why I took honors chemistry in retrospect science was never my strongest subject I feel like history is a lot more like me but I, I anyways um so I, I didn't take AP US history I wasn't doing that well in my math class I didn't like honors chemistry it didn't make much sense to me and I just like felt stupid plus I was not having the best time with the friend group that I you know, like that I was like, so that I loved so much and was part of the reason I really wanted to go to that same high school. Uh, I mean, like in retrospect, a lot of people just grow apart and things happen. Um, but I, I remember just being so frustrated because I was like, can't people just tell me if they don't want to be friends with me anymore? Like, I just cannot, 
I think it would have hurt, but the like, again, with the wishy-washiness and not being clear, like I was just like, I can never tell. And I was putting so much effort into like caring about people. There's this one friend specifically who I'm not gonna name and she's never gonna see this probably. I don't even remember her last name, but uh, me and my sister like got her a really nice birthday present. And then um, she didn't invite us to a birthday party. And like, in like saying that as an adult, I'm like, okay, you didn't get invited to a birthday party. But this was like an earth shattering moment for me. Like genuinely, I'll never forget this because me and her had PE the same period. It was a Friday and um, things already been weird. Like she was acting weird, but never said anything about like, I don't want to be your friend. I remember even, I, I feel like me and my sister were like, if you don't want to be our friend anymore, or like, we're doing something wrong, please tell us. And she was just like, no, no, no everything's fine. Um, and our like gym walkers were like, not right next to each other, but I could hear her. And she just started talking about her birthday party, which was tomorrow, that Saturday. And I remember like literally feeling like my world was, was ending. And I was like, I don't have any friends. Like the, everything sucks and I actually funny story I that day like I think it was right after PE like after I got dressed and on my way to the next class I texted my mother and I was like I need to see a therapist because my mom had been recommending it for a while and I was like no I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine um and I don't think I was like fine obviously like I was still processing. I had really low self-esteem because I was bullied from like for a long time. So I had issues. I obviously had issues, but I, I really was like, no. And then that moment was like, I think it was one of those first like moments where I remember genuinely being like, I, I like just feeling so horrible about myself because even when I felt bad about myself or ugly or any of those things, I always had something to go back on or I had people who cared about me. And it really just felt like, the people I had in my life just didn't didn't want to be around me. I remember I told somebody this like the first day of college and like I, I cried because I had never like vocalized it, but it really like impacted me. Um, going into sophomore year I of high school, I was literally like, I'm not gonna make friends. Like I was one of those girls on The Bachelor who was like, I'm not here to make friends. That was my approach going into sophomore year of high school. I was like, I'm not going to make friends because like now it's not just the people who don't know me don't like me. It's people who know me and I feel like I've been myself with and they don't like me either. That was genuinely, I felt like nobody was going to like me. I felt like if people got to know me, they'd they'd eventually grow to dislike me and I, I, I just couldn't deal with it. I really was like, I need to do well in school so I can go to college. And that was it for me. I was like, I'm here to do well in school and to put all my energy into the newspaper. And that, that was it for me. I genuinely was like, I'm not, I'm not going to make friends. And I actually really wasn't trying to make friends in, in sophomore year, but I had a few people, um, some upperclassmen from the newspaper who kind of took me and my sister under their wings. And they were very nice to us for, for a bit. So those were kind of like the only friends I had sophomore year eventually junior year I did make really good friends but I'll get to that in a second um but yeah it was really hard for me I was like nobody likes me I'm not that smart 
Because at my school, no matter like how smart I was and how much I was doing well in school, it was like there was always somebody smarter. Like my high school was so competitive and so stressful. Oh my God, another story from freshman year. Okay, so I went on a journalism field trip, second semester to New York City. Iconic, one of the best like field trips ever. I literally loved when we went to New York I went a few times to New York for the Columbia Scholastic Press Association. It was always a great time. Um, and it was always around St. Patrick's Day too, which is just so funny. But um, my county or my state, I think it was the state of Maryland, was coming out with this new test called the Park Test to replace some other Maryland standardized test. And the high school picked a random, random classes like some so like one random social studies class and like one random math class stuff like that to like be practice students and the practice test was when I was in New York and I missed it and I kept trying to find a way to reschedule it and um all of the time that they wanted me I was like I I can't take it like I don't have any time and I remember I ran into the assistant principal because she was the one who was like emailing or she had something to do with it I didn't just go up to her randomly and I saw her in the hallway one day and I was like I, I genuinely I just don't have time like is there any way I could be excused like I went on a school sponsored field trip and I just like don't have time and she says to me I was 14 years old she was a grown adult she was like you think I have time to do anything I have a stack of papers in my in my on my desk that I'm never going to get to. I have all this to do. I have that. Don't tell me you don't have time to do things. <laughs> like, and I feel horrible. I was like, she's so right. And like, in retrospect, it's like, she's getting paid. To, I'm 14. It wasn't even a mandatory test. I was like a guinea pig to see if this test would even compare or be good enough or would make up in the places the other one lacked. Like, it wasn't that deep. And she was so mean to me. I'm not going to say her name, but I actually, my story about being reported um, for being a racist against white people, it comes about, she also has something to do with it. I'll get there. But anyways, like I was literally flabbergasted. So um, sophomore year, I was like, I'm not going to make friends. I really poured myself into the newspaper. Um, junior year, I did finally make a really good group of friends. Um, one of whom said she listens to my podcast so hi Izzy if you're listening <laughs> thanks for <laughs> thanks um for listening and that was really I have to say junior year like not to get teeth because I said I didn't want this podcast to be depressing I think it was really the first year that I genuinely like remember feeling like I didn't want to be alive or that my depression got that bad I guess um Junior year was a weird time in high school because it was simultaneously like the worst and the best. Although my best year of high school was my senior year of high school. Senior year was like, junior year I don't remember a ton about it except that everything was super stressful. Um, I was taking more AP classes than I had. It was just very stressful. I do remember though, funny story um, <laughs> about, I used to work for admissions at Kenyon and I always like told stories um as part of the info sessions and the first it wasn't the first time I heard of Kenyon but and I didn't even register that it was connected to Kenyon until senior year when I was like oh my god I want to go to Kenyon um the first 
or one of the first, I think it was the first, but it's just, it's the first one I remember. Um, one of the first close readings we did in my AP Lang class was the This is Water speech that David Foster Wallace gave at Kenyon. And that class, I always credit to making me decide I wanted to be an English major. I, for a while, wanted to go to journalism school or pursue a journalism degree. Um, and it wasn't until that class where I was like, I think I really, I want to be an English major more than I want to be a journalism major. Um, and then obviously I can pursue journalism as a career, do internship opportunities, stuff like that. Um, but I really, that class is what made me want to be an English major. Um, and it's just funny because I ended up, one of the reasons I really liked Kenyon was because of their English program. So it's just like, it feels very meant to be to me. And I, I do believe in fate. Um, but yeah, so that, that, that class I loved. That was a good year all in all. Another funny story from my junior year. Um, I was taking AP World History and, um, AP World was one of those classes that everybody was like, this is one of the harder APs. And the first day of my AP World class, the teacher goes, hi, my name's, I don't even remember his name. I'm trying to see if I remember his name. It doesn't matter. And he goes, he was like, he was like, so I'm actually not going to be your teacher. I agreed to do this, but then I got a gig at National Geographic and I broke my contract and now I'm blacklisted from teaching in the state of Maryland, but I really wanted to take this job. Um, so I'm going to be here for like two weeks until they find a replacement teacher, but I'm not going to be your teacher. And I was like, I'm screwed. Like I'm screwed. I was, I was like losing my mind. Like not only was it like, and those two weeks he really like, he did teach us things, but it just, it wasn't the same. And then my poor teacher, when Facebook friends with her now and she's lovely, like she was lovely. I really struggled in that class. Like I genuinely did. I have so many memories of like just tanking the 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 tests and like losing my mind because it was just so hard and there was so much to remember and I just don't have that great of a memory. I think that was when I was like I I'm not that great at history. Um it was a really really tough class, but um she really she just like was probably close to my age now like she was like fresh out of college fresh out of the teaching thing like she had never taught before let alone this class so she was really figuring it out um she was really funny though I remember she told us once she was like um from some rural place I don't know where but she was like diversity in my hometown was like either you're a farmer or you're not a farmer <laughs> um which was kind of funny um, she's lovely though, but that class, like, honestly, the mo like, I was like, what do you mean? You're not going to be my teacher. Part of me wanted to switch out, but anyways, that was like rough. Um, and it was, it was a hard academic year. Another class I took that I remember I took this class and I was like, I'm not getting into college. I got a C in the class. Like I'd gotten C's on tests and like, I even gotten a few D's on tests in my AB world class, but I never got in like below a B in a class, um, which now as somebody who graduated college and like struggled academically in college, um, I'm just like, oh, simple, young Emmy, being so worried about a C in a class. But um, I got a C in physics and I genuinely was like, I'm, I'm not getting into college. That class was really challenging as well. 
um, emotionally and in general because... I don't know, the teacher just wasn't the best teacher. I don't want to throw her under the bus either, but I it was it was rough. It was a rough class. I had it first period and the amount of times that she was late. Anyways, no hate to her. But that class I'm I also I feel like physics was just not it didn't it didn't click with me and that on top it was just it was very stressful. It was very stressful. Um science was my was like my weakest subject. Honestly, I was better at math. So um Senior year. Senior year was the best year of high school for me. I finally had a good group of friends. Um, Monix, love you if you're listening. I know Izzy is, but if any of the rest of you are listening. Um, I had a friend, Bill, who vlogged, and it was just so fun. <laughs> um, when we went on um, to Beach Week slash Senior Week, um, which I'll explain later, but when we did that, um, I helped vlog too, and it was just so fun. Um, and made me want to, want to be a vlogger, but, um, and I, I still watch those videos sometimes. I made my friend Ezra watch, um, the, the beach week vlogs because they just, they make me very happy. But anyways, high school, senior year of high school was great. It really was. Um, I knew that I wanted to go to Kenyon. I, I can't remember if I, like when I took the ACT, but I, I got the score I wanted the first, I was like chilling. I was like, like the classes I was in, um, I loved my AP Lit class. I was chilling on the newspaper because um, I I was the, we called it production manager, but it was basically like the design editor. Um, I was the production manager for the second year. So I felt really comfortable in the job. Like I was, I was just vibing for the most part. My high school senior year was kind of a shit show. Um, just Google Winston Churchill High School 2017, 2016, 2017, don't know when, but like there were, there were a few racist incidents. We had some, some chaos and it was a rough year to be on the newspaper just because we were reporting a lot of hard stories. And then the amount of people who would come up to me and be like the graduation robes. And I'd be like, I design it. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't write that article. I didn't interview anyone for that article. I have nothing to do with this. And even if I did write the article, we have nothing to do with the decisions or the things that are happening that we're writing about. Literally. Okay. I am going to tell this one story because it is kind of like relevant to set the scene of the racial tensions or the racial, whatever. Um, to just, what my high school was like. So then when I tell my own story, you can kind of see that maybe I wasn't the most racist kid in the school. Um, not that I was racist, but anyways. So somebody taped a whites only sign to a bathroom. And we found out about it by we, I mean the student body when the Washington Post wrote an article about it. And we were like, why didn't the administration tell us? So we, when we wrote our news story covering it. I didn't write the story, but when the newspaper wrote the story, we were like, said something about how the administration was delayed in telling us. And they were like, what do you mean we were delayed? You don't know anyways. You don't know our, our policy, whatever. And then after another racist incident, they told us like the next day. So anyways, um, point is my high school, there, there were racist kids. There just were, okay? There were. If you went to Winston Churchill High School and you want to fight with me that there was racism, I don't care. 
it was a there were there were racist kids. There were. And it was also 2016 going to 2017, like right very early Trump years. So like lots of tensions there. So a lot going on in my high school when it came to bigotry and, and people being offensive and horrible. Horrible. So senior year rolls around. I'm in photography one because I needed to fulfill my art requirement. Now you're like, Emmy, why didn't you take an art class sooner? And the answer to that question is that I was the production manager of the newspaper. And up until my junior year, the third year of journalism, of, of like journalism three, always counted for an art credit. Like you did two years and then the third year, like it would count as an art credit or like Maybe the other two years counted. Or the point is that I was under the impression for the first two years that I was on the newspaper that it was going to count for my art credit. I mean, I was designing a newspaper weekly. I mean, not by myself, but still. Like, I was doing a lot of creative work. So I thought that that was going to count, and they literally changed it, like, my junior year or something, and I'd already registered for classes. So my senior year, I had to take photography, which... Honestly, it was fine because I dropped French my senior year. So it didn't really get in the way of any other classes I wanted to take to take photography. And it was really nice because it was a pretty chill class. Um, and I was applying to colleges. So even though I technically only applied to one college because I got an early decision to Kenyon. So anyways, um, I was in a photography class, you know, and there's a lot of downtime, downtime in photography classes in high school because there are only a certain amount of cameras. We did film photography, so you don't bring your own camera. I guess you could, but none of us had film cameras except maybe one kid. And so like there were days where you would either edit your photos, you would develop film, like it was like a rotating. So I was just doing like desk work or something. I was sitting at a desk and so me and my desk, we were talking about what television shows we like. And I was talking about Criminal Minds. I was talking about SVU. And I said that I am very scared of white men because statistically, white men are more likely to be serial killers. Or statistically, more serial killers are white men. And if you... and. The reason I said this is because if you watch TV, you watch Criminal Minds, most of the serial killers are white men. Most of the perps on SVU are white men. Are there rare cases? Yes, but a lot of them are white men, right? Right. So I said this, went about my day. Um, a few days later, I get called down to the office. Now, I was, I was under the impression that somebody saw that I posted I wanted to die and they reported me because that had happened to my sister and um, I was like, crap. Somebody found my fan account where I said that I wanted to die and now they won't let me go to school until I see a therapist and let them know I'm not a danger to myself or something. That's what I thought was gonna happen or that it had something to do with the newspaper. I don't know. I, I put this in the back of my mind. I was talking about television shows. Right? Right. So I get called down to the office and I don't go to the counseling office. It's the assistant principal's office. Now, I never got in trouble. I did mention the last podcast that I was a menace in my Italian class, but that wasn't like through the school and we never really got into much trouble from what I recall. Maybe I did, but 
I was just kind of a menace in that class and then nothing happened to me. <laughs> but, um, so I got called down to the principal's office and I was very emotionally fragile. <laughs> I, it was second, no, it was first semester. I hadn't heard back, back from Kenyon yet, but I was like set on going there. I, I didn't want to get into trouble. I didn't, you know, I was just trying to, and it had been a t- it had been tense with like everything happening in my school. So I get called down to the principal's office, to the assistant principal's office. The same woman who, when I was 14, had scolded me about saying that I didn't have time to do things because she was very busy despite being unemployed adult who got paid to do all the things that she was doing. And I was 14 trying to get out of something that wasn't even a requirement because I went on a school sanctioned field trip, right? Okay, glad we're on the same page. So this woman, I'm like, what's up? Because I, can't fathom there being a reason that I'm in trouble. Like, not to to my own horn, but I hadn't done anything wrong, okay? Um, so I'm like, what's wrong? And she's very serious. And she starts reading me an email. And the email, I can't quote it verbatim because I unfortunately do not have a photographic memory, but God, I wish I did. Because this email is a comedy bit <laughs> in itself. But I was so mortified that I started crying. So she's like, I, she starts reading this email and it's like, I am the, the mother of, and these are like actually like along the lines of what she said. I just don't know it quote verbatim, but I, I, this is the gist of what she said. I am, and I'll explain who she is later because she's reading an email. This isn't the assistant principal saying this. She's like, I am the, I am the mother of two white sons and and it disgusted me to see such blatant racism from Emiliana in photography class the other day. I overheard her saying that all men, that all white men are sex offenders, that all white men are serial killers. And I am disgusted as the mother of two white sons that she would say this. And um, she reads this email, it's a lot more detailed um, and a lot more harsh, but that's the gist. This woman is disgusted that I, as a young Latina woman, said I'm scared of white men. She twisted what I said. I never said all white men are se- serial killers. I said statistically white men are more likely to be serial killers. And that's just a fact, Google it. Um, so I don't know. So. I start sobbing because I was like, I'm not a racist. I'm a good kid. I'm not a racist. And she's like, the assistant principal was like, why are you talking about serial killers in your photography class? And I explained, I was like, we were talking about television shows. I watched the show Criminal Minds. Most of the white guys, most of the serial killers are white guys. And it freaks me out. I just have to say, if there's one group of uh, people on earth that I'm most afraid to be alone with, it's white men. And I'm sorry. That's just how I feel. And I stand by that. Um, and so she's like, okay. And she sends me on my merry way. And I, I remember part of the reason I was so mortified is, well, okay, no, in still in in the discussion, part of the reason I was so mortified is I really liked my photography teacher and my photography teacher was white and she could have had sons. So I was like, my photography teacher thinks I'm a racist. And, um, I was like, who sent you this email and she was like, oh, it's, it's the paraeducator who works in your class. So a paraeducator basically helps students with disabilities, I guess, like 
helps them when they're not like in special ed classes like be accommodated or if they need stuff I believe is the gist anyways the point is this woman was working with disabled students and she was this horrible so I, I was mortified and I felt horrible about myself and in retrospect it's like so messed up that I that after there was legitimate racism happening in in that building a lot of it towards like not a lot of it towards me but some of it towards me and a lot of it towards people I know and from what maybe I don't know maybe I don't know the in the workings of of this school maybe a lot of kids got sent down to the principal's office too but it really seemed to me that for the most part these kids were going about their life fine and nobody said anything to them and I am talking about how most white men are serial no, no, <laughs> that most serial killers are white men and that I'm scared of white men for this reason and I'm the bad guy mind you some of my favorite people are white men <laughs> my favorite teachers not all of them, but one of my favorite teachers was a white guy. He he never said I was racist. If you're watching this somehow, you know who you are. Hi. <laughs> um, you were my AP literature teacher. Love you if you're watching this. I, I don't know if he wants his name out there, but he was the best. Does he think I'm a racist? I would like to know. So anyways, um, I was mortified. I, I went about my day, felt really bad about it, even though in retrospect, like, what did I do wrong? And... Um, kind of steered clear of, the, of this woman for a while and then second semester rolled rolled around I'd gotten into Kenya and I was chilling this photography class was so fun and I really I didn't talk to her because why would I she thought I was a racist <laughs> um and so I was editing a photo on the computer one day and she was like are you a senior we weren't talking she was just sitting next to there because she was helping another kid who was editing at a computer and I was like, yeah. And she's like, thank God we're getting rid of you. Ha ha, just kidding. Nobody laughed. That wasn't funny, ma'am. Um, so anyway, she sucked. Um, makes me kind of sad that people like that are helping students with disabilities because I don't know. I don't know how you as a grown woman, I'm only 22 and like a half. But if I heard like a 17 year old or an eight, no, I was 17 at the time, a 17 year old saying that a 17 year old woman of color <laughs> saying that she's afraid of white men, I wouldn't be like, oh my God, that's a threat to my white sons. Like her white sons are fine. They weren't in the room. I didn't say this to their face. Did she go home and be like, I saw racism today. You as a white man are in danger. I don't know if it paused. My, I got thing about my, my Wi-Fi not working or something. But anyways, like, you as a white man are not in danger. If I genuinely hate you as a white man, you're not. How are you in danger? What was I going to do to her white sons? Because I was afraid of them? Like, okay. Okay. Anyways, so that was my high school experience. Not all of it, but some of the most notable parts. Um, so yeah, I'm a racist. Comment down. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I really, I don't think racism is funny. I don't. Um, and genuinely, if somebody is like, I mean, that was offensive, I would think about it. I genuinely would. I'm not trying to like, but it, it just like in retrospect is so hilarious to me. And I always tell people this and I'm like, I got reported for being racist against white people. And they're like, I mean, that didn't happen. And I'm like, I swear to God it happened. And the worst part is I felt guilty about it. I was embarrassed. I felt ashamed. I felt like I had done something wrong. And I just, I just don't think that's right in retrospect. I don't think it's right for this 
old white woman to be upset at me for saying negative things about white men, even though I didn't say those generalized statements that she said I did, that all white men are race, um, sex offenders and all white men are serial killers. I never said that. I never said that. I was talking about how most of the characters on television shows about serial killers are white men. That's all I said, and that I am afraid of white men. That is something I did say. And if that, uh, that scares you as a white man, I'm sorry. But you are not in danger, and that is not be being a racist. I also, it's not like I see a white man and I, like, cross the street because I think he's going to hurt me. That, that's not what it is. Maybe that would be some implicit bias that would be. But it's like, what is a white man going to do? I'm sorry. Did I hurt white men by saying that at 17 years old? I just, it makes me mad. It genuinely makes me mad because I had people who were, like, people who were mean at that school. People were racist and insensitive. But I, I get in trouble. Anyways, so don't remember her name. Be kind of funny if her name was Karen. But um, I don't think it was. It's, that's beyond the point. The point is, that's a funny story from my time in high school. Um, honestly, I'm telling it because it always, it always gets great responses. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh my god, I mean, that happened? And I'm like, yes. Yes, it really did, unfortunately. That's, that's a true story, true to life. Um, so anyways, that, that happened to me, um, great times. And then I graduated and, and went to Kenyon College and that will be my next story time is my time at Kenyon College. Um, I have lots to say and I've, I have a lot of opinions and thoughts about just stuff that's happening at Kenyon that I kind of want to talk about. Um, but yeah. I have, I have a lot of thoughts about Kenyon, but that, that was basically my high school experience. Oh, I'll talk about Beach Week really quickly and then I'll wrap up because I'm already at over an hour. Um, but Beach Week was really great. It's a tradition that they, that we do here, like town in Maryland, a town as if, anyways, um, which this is, I'm not going to, mind. but, um, so Beach Week, super fun, um, you grad, we graduate before like school is technically over. So then there's like a week where like all the seniors go to the beach. It's the, it's the best time ever. I loved beach week. It was like truly peak high school for me. I loved it. It was actually <laughs> where I made a Snapchat for the first time. Like, I don't even know why, but it was really fun. Um, vlogged a lot of it. Um, great memories from beach week, but that's basically what beach week is. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I had a lot of positive experiences for my high school a lot of really great teachers a lot of really impactful classes um it brought me my I just realized my microphone wasn't plugged in and I don't know if that recorded anything hi so I recorded a whole four minute outro and then my audio didn't save um we're really on struggle bus here at, at the Emmy Awards. So my microphone wasn't plugged in. The original outro I filmed, I filmed it with my microphone, but it didn't save. So I'm just recording this without the microphone. So all the audio will be the same. Sorry, it's not as good as the last one. So um, what did I say in my last outro? That was basically my high school experience um, or some of the better stories I had from my high school experience. Next week's episode will be about Kenyon um, and my time at Kenyon. So hopefully 
either people who are interested in going to Kenyan um, can watch it and, and learn a little bit more about the college or just if you went to Kenyan or stuff like that, you can relate to some things or... I don't know. I'm just going to talk about Kenyan. I have a lot to say about college, and I think those four years were the most transformative of my life um, for many reasons. Um, I did want this episode to be less intense and and stuff. The next episode... that I didn't plug my microphone in and I'm worried that it's gonna be bad, but I filmed for a whole hour, like I was done. So I, I just, I don't wanna do it again because I feel like the energy I had was good. Um, little OOTD, I'm wearing my Game of Roses shirt, um, my 4TRR Game of Roses shirt. Um, they should come out with more merch. I didn't get a Do You Who shirt and I really wish I did. Um, and then I'm wearing my Lisa Says Go crochet pants, which um, I feel like you didn't get a very good angle of this episode, but you can check them out on my Instagram, which will be, will be linked below. So yeah, Kenyan episode next week. Um, don't totally know what I'm doing after that, but I decided what I wanted this one to be on a whim. So um, mostly because I want to talk about Kenyan, but I felt like I needed to explain High school but maybe I didn't explain high school very well I have a lot to talk about still for high school and Brazil and all of that if you are curious about more stories of those please let me know down below um I'll link everything down below the my Spotify my Apple podcast all of that um anything relevant my Twitter my Instagram um thank you for listening I feel the need to apologize again for messing up my audio but hey I'm human and like 10 people listen to these and if you're one of those 10 people I really appreciate it um really this is just for fun and I'm enjoying it I'm enjoying it I needed something to help me feel productive and creative and all of that at once and I like talking about myself and I like talking in general not just about myself I know this episode was a lot more like story time like let me tell you about my history stuff so I'm sorry if you want more pop culture takes from me or stuff like that happy to talk about all of that as well um the euphoria episode with lexi's play so many thoughts about that so many um first nate jacobs saying this is a homophobic since when is, are you an lgbt ally like now suddenly nate jacobs is throwing walls throwing bricks and stuff. <laughs> um anyways um too many thoughts head full um Lexi's my favorite character, and I was a high school theater kid, so definitely hit me right in the feels. But um, yeah, I have I have a lot to say about television, about movies, about all of that. Um, the Bachelor, since I'm wearing a Game of Roses shirt, Clayton sucks. I mean, we all agree, right? Who's watching his season and being like Clayton's the best? Nobody, literally nobody. But anyways, anyways, um, I digress. So next week. Kenyon College, welcome to your tape. JK, unless. Um, 
And let me know if you have any questions, comments, thoughts, things you want me to talk about. Um, I will probably, after the Kenyan episode or in a month or in a little while from now, I'll probably do some kind of Q&A or um, question on my Instagram. Like, ask me, like, not like give me ideas for a podcast, but like questions people want me to answer or things people want me to talk about or like share your most unpopular opinion and then I'll piggyback off of it, stuff like that. Um, so I'll, I'll definitely do that at some point. Um, lots, lots to say, lots to think about. I will probably do episodes dedicated to just not about me specifically, but right now this is what I wanted to talk about. So next week I can talk about college. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, um, subscribe or follow me on Apple on Apple Podcasts. Um, I don't know if you subscribe or you follow, but either one, please do that on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Subscribe to my YouTube channel um, to get notification <laughs> to get notifications on when I post and all of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, weekly podcasts every Thursday, but still, please subscribe. Um, thank you. Make sure to like, comment, all of that. It helps the algorithm or whatever. I don't, I don't know. Um, hope the audio wasn't too shabby. Next week, next week's will be better. And yeah, the week after that will be better too. We're out here learning, growing. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, so sorry. Oh, the Emmy Awards. I don't know if I, I gave one out. I know I did in the intro that the outro that got cut out. Um, the Emmy Award for worst high school ever goes <laughs> Winston Churchill High School, hate you. Um, yeah, um, except the teachers that I loved. They made it bearable, but Winston Churchill High School, yeah. Dumbest reason for getting reported to the principal, Emmy Cardinale for being um, racist against white men. So yeah, thank you. Let me know if you think I'm horrible. Um, kind of scared that this will reach um, <laughs> Somebody who will be like, Emmy, how dare you be racist against white men. So if you're one of those people, please just like don't hate crime me. Thanks. Um, <laughs> make sure to like and subscribe. Sorry, sorry, but thank you. Actually, no, I've stopped. I'm going to stop saying sorry when I can just say thank you. Thank you for bearing with me despite the technical difficulties, despite lackluster audio, despite not the best quality. I hope what I'm saying is good quality. And I hope you enjoyed yourself. That's all that matters. I've now gone close to an hour and 10 minutes. So sorry. Thank you. Not sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.